The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of space unibrows. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Buck Rogers in the 25th century, space vampires. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us this episode. We're talking Buck Rogers in the 25th century. This, of course, is part of our club members area content. You guys can check us out on Spotify and Apple iTunes if you're into the audio end of things. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader's here. What's Hi. Up, How you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah? I'm, this was an amazing episode. Amazing? It was awesome. You and I have different definitions of that word. This was the... Uh, wasn't quite sure what we were getting into here. Uh, I was shocked at how bad. Really? It, yeah, I was shocked this, at how bad it was. Kind of, kind of good, bad though, right? Yeah, no? I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll have a ton of fun talking. Yeah, about okay. It. Yeah, Judah's also here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I want to get like, what, what is it called when the comic books have like the noise in the in the sides, like onomatopoeia? Is that what it's called? When it pops up and it's like pow, like zing. Word bubble. Oh yeah, those. Is that what that's called? Mm. No, I want not, not not called onomatopoeia. Oh, what is that? That's a word, right? It is a it word. It is a word. It's not correct for what you were using. <laughs> Isn't that when something spells the same way forwards and backwards? Um, I think that's a palindrome. I'm not sure. I don't know. Kadish is also here. Yes, I am here. <laughs> I'm not the grammar police. Far from it. <laughs> um, but uh, this was probably my least favorite Buck Rogers episode that we've watched so far. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a lot like pizza. Even bad pizza mm -hmm. is, is good. So, like, we we did have fun watching this one. Oh, it was definitely fun. Got yeah. everything you want. But it's got hot chicks. It's got vampires. It's Better got, than Farscape. It's got zombies. <laughs> it's got um, Kirk Fu in it. Yeah. It's got it's mustaches. 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 One, only one eyebrow, though. Yeah, just one <laughs> giant eyebrow. Giant eyebrow. It's got, um, it's got a lot of the... I think I know that guy from this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's got a lot of cool daddios. Wilma put in some work. She did. She, worked, she really acted her ass off. She acted. Yeah. She was like, they were like, Wilma? Well, that's not her name, but <gasps> like, we need you to, we need you to do more than just the damsel in distress. And I she know, was yeah. like, she was, she was pulling out tears and like shaking. Yeah. It's crazy. She, look, look, she was look, talking look very cold. breathy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look cold. Drop your voice. Uh -huh. Okay. Oh, right now. I'm eat so, your soul. I'm so cold. <laughs> Alex, there's just something not right. I feel like I feel like my soul has just been ripped out of me. And, and Buck's I, like, you need another drink, yeah. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right no, stop being a hysterical woman. <laughs> my, Maybe you'd feel better if you made me a sandwich. It's like I gotta go put my skin tight white polyester suit on. <laughs> God, can you imagine the pit stains in that yeah. thing? They're just yellow underneath. Oh. It's like, just gotta, gotta peel that thing on. Did, gotta, gotta roll it on when you're like. Did, but at the end of the day, when he's all sweaty inside of it, he has to peel it off. That's what I'm saying. It's like Ross from Friends when he takes the leather pants off. And you know that shit is 100% polyester. Oh, yeah. So it sucks. Yeah, yeah it's hot. Sweaty. Oh. Did, did, yeah. did Buck look like he put on a couple pounds in this episode? No, like he got a little bit of a gut? Like he drank a little too many beers? He, he was eating a few too many food discs. Yeah. <laughs> there is, I, I have heard that he was very difficult on set hmm. during the, the formation of this, the, when, they, when they made these shows. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to look bit of a, a diva, more, but he's a bit of a diva. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm the star of the show. Don't you know that? Bit of a brova. And I'm trying to figure out why exactly because I don't think Gil Gerard was like a huge name prior to this show, was he? I don't know. I mean, his mom probably told him every day how special he was. So like, I, I don't remember any movies he's been in. I don't know either. Or any or any other. We could ask shows. him. He's still out there kicking around. 
He's probably very angry. <laughs> He's just here for the kicks. He's just that, here for the kicks. That he peaked with a dildo bot. All right, let's get into this episode. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we're going to talk about the Space Vampire episode. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you guys want to support what we do here and play an awesome mobile game, head over to saltynerd.com DC and download Dragon Champions. It's a really cool mobile game where you get to collect your heroes and upgrade them and go on the warpath with us salty nerds. Uh, if you type in salty in the promo code area and you get yourself to level 20, you can then join our Salty Nerd Podcast Guild, which is ran by one of our patrons, JT. It's a lot of fun. We go on guilds. Actually, we have one scheduled today in the middle of our recording, so we might just stop <laughs> what we we're doing. What? Yeah. Oh, he started a raid. It's going to start in a couple minutes. But anyway, uh, we're going to have a ton of fun over there on Dragon Champions. And if you like what we do and you want to support us, the Dragon Champions developers also like what we do and they want to support us. So we can have a little collaboration going on. So if you play the game, you can help us and you can also help them. Yeah, it's, really, it's a win-win. Be sure to use our promo code yes. because that's how we get credit um, yeah. for that stuff. So and that's how you get your free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't want, if you don't want to give us money, give Dragon Champs money and then they give us money. So it's it's, it's, it's it's a vicious circle. It's a, it's a we're, all, we're all shaking each other's hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Space Vampire. Take it away, Kadish. All right. Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, episode 14 of season one, entitled Space Vampire. Wilma, Vava Voom Deering, and Buck Rogers exit a Stargate in Buck's new personal Starcraft, a shuttle slash fighter combo that Buck is teaching Deering how to fly. You know, not because she's a commander in Earth's Defense Force or anything, but because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. The two are headed off on a romantic vacation together, but have to drop Tweaky off at the Theta Space Station to get a micro disc of his repaired so he can boogie with his new girlfriend, Tina, without blowing a tube. Buck, <laughs> Deering, and Tweaky dock with Theta Station <laughs> and meet up with Deering's old friend, Commander Royko, the only man in the universe who can give Buck a run for his money in the facial hair department. Buck picks up on the fact that Royko and Deering used to fuck, <laughs> and Tweaky offers to slap some skin with Big Daddy Royko. But before Buck and Deering can ditch Tweaky and continue on to their luxury vacation, a derelict ship flies through the Stargate and crashes into Theta Station. Um, all right. <laughs> that spaceship crash, horrifying. Yeah, tremendous. It was like a like a giant penis inserting itself. <laughs> It was like slow motion. It was like slow motion of like a toy spaceship falling onto a pillow. <laughs> it, it lasted a really long time. It did. It slow, no lube, just dry. It was. It was. That was exactly it. And there was, was no explosions. It was, it was full. It was so dry that it like made a vacuum seal. <laughs> when it, it's like it's like melded yeah. with the and station. And then the space station starts sucking it in even yeah. deeper. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we got the revelation that Tweaky has a girlfriend. Beady, 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 beady. What did he need? He needed something to repair. He needed, he needed a, a fresh micro disc to keep from blowing a tube with his new girlfriend when they boogie down. Those were exact words from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, daddy. <laughs> yeah, when did beedy, when did beedy, fucking beedy. Tweaky turn into like a, a New Jersey truck driver? <laughs> <laughs> but he's always been. He's that like, way. it's the button on the left. Fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it was so weird. I like his like, introduction to Royko, where he's like, "Slap me some skin, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. 
I don't I don't remember Tweaky from my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Being so weird. He's super weird, man. <laughs> super weird. Oh, and he can't walk downstairs. He's I like know. he walks up to the thing is BD BD, and then Buck Rogers has to pick him up and carry I mean, him did down. Did you hear when he when he picked him up? He went wee. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It's there. Oh my god, dude! Can, can we also point out Wilma's uh, vacation outfit? Oh man, oh, that yeah. that flesh colored like bikini top Skin or what? Tight yeah. pink bodysuit. Her little crop top. Yeah, crop top. Thank and, you. And yeah. and her boots. Her boots are very fashionable. Oh yeah, yeah the white leather boots. I love heels. everything she wears. She looks great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody in this show is just into like full polyester bodysuits. Yeah, I gotta say though, I'm getting tired of seeing Buck Rogers in his white onesie. Well, that's, that's like I liked his. I'm not. No, like in the first episode we reviewed when he was wearing that like captain's uniform mm -hmm. with the white pants and the red jacket. I'm like, that's a good Buck Rogers. I, th I think Alex just wants to see him in the black leather stud outfit. From yes, the Ooh, yeah. give me more of that from the Amazon. Yeah, episode. absolutely. This white onesie. This horse riding outfit. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, I mean, wear. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was, this is a very sexual show. Oh, it's super, super, <laughs> like. They go, they go out of their way to make things weirdly you, sexual. I mean, the seventies were like really funny because it was a sexual the, the, revolution. Well, there was there was rules that they had to live by on on network television, mm. right? But they did but, everything but they, they could, did everything they could to get around it. It was <laughs> yeah. like shows like The Love Boat and Three's Company and stuff that was out during this era. They were also subversive and mm -hmm. just, but also just in your face. Mm -hmm. And it's really now we funny. have shows called Fuckboy Island. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and they're not as good. No, no, because no. there's no subtlety I mean, to it. No, not at all. Like I've part never of, actually watched, so I can't say that. Like but. part of the fun of this and what we talk about every week is because it's like you have to you have to kind of dig beneath the surface yeah, to like get a to surprise. it. Surprise! You're yeah. like, oh my god, did they really just did they <laughs> mean yeah. that? Like Beatty's doing what? It's clever. <laughs> it's witty. Yeah, it's fun. oh, and and the mustache on Royco. Oh, yeah. oh, that dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen, when when uh, Wilma and him were like introducing each other again for the thirtieth time, because you know they had a past relationship, Buck was not happy. Oh, he's jealous. It's like, oh, yeah, oh. He, he, he was clocking that. He yeah, was like, yeah. He was like, like who's oh, this dude? They definitely fucked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It's like you mean there's somebody else out here laying down big dick energy. <laughs> I mean the mustache on the doctor. Mm. Well, also, uh, so we pointed out um, when we first saw Royko, Jude and I were like, where do we know that guy from? And uh, she had to look it up. Airwolf, right? Yeah, he was the um, the shitty husband in The Howling. And mm. then he was also in, in Cujo. I thought he was the shitty husband in that too, but he's the guy she's having an affair with. Both D. Wallace. Hmm. So we, this was before the movies though. So he went from this to, to movies? Early 70s. When did Cujo? the Howling come out? Yes. This was, not, when this was, was late when was 70s. Cujo? This, was, this, is this is 79. When was Cujo? I want to say Cujo was probably early 80s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. You know, taking a network TV Always playing shitty guy. The shitty guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm this shitty husband He's with like, a mustache. Um, I have this mustache. Yeah. What else am I going to play? <laughs> well, we got a couple <laughs> of lots in the back for you if you want to get into the <laughs> 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 Good for him, though. You up the music. Oh, sorry. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. The introduction. Ready? This this episode is fucking bonkers. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Katie. Buck and Deering accompany Royko to meet up with Doctor Ekbar and assess the damage from the crash. No one notices the strange red ball of light that's flown out of the ship and is hovering around menacingly. Buck suggests that they investigate the inside of the ship, and Royko gives him a huge belt to wear for some reason and <laughs> leads him inside. 
But before she can join them, Deering gets an eerie feeling that she's being watched as the creepy red ball of light spies her very obvious camel toe and decides, <laughs> that's my kind of woman. Buck and his team explore the 30-year-old Class G cargo freighter and find all the crew are dead. Fearing the culprit could be some type of virus, Royco quarantines the station for 14 days to flatten the curve, putting a real damper on Buck and Deering's plans for a romantic getaway. How dare you? You put some respect on that camel toe. <laughs> that camel toe was very in your face. Wow. <laughs> I don't think they let her wear undergarments. No, there's no underwear in space. No. George Lucas set that up okay. very strongly in 1977. He's like, listen. Hey, they didn't make the rules. They're just playing by it. This is technically 500 years later. I, I love rewatching this show as an adult. It's so different. It's like, wow. Way different than when you're nine. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off the, the camel toe in this episode. All right. It was just so obvious. I, I I was laughing at the uh, the giant girder go <laughs> yeah. belt that he gave, gave yeah. him. The I, fanny pack. Yes, yeah. I'm 100 percent sure this is what was going on. They were like behind the camera. Hey, uh, uh, Gil, can you can you kind of suck it in a little bit? And he's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> they were like, give him a fanny pack like, like, belt or something. Like, do, we have, do we have a give belt him, that's like four feet wide? Give him a weightlifter's belt. <laughs> yeah, and put some pouches and shit on. Yeah, <laughs> Make it a okay. utility yeah. belt. And it is funny. He doesn't wear it on the waist. It's like around like his, yeah. his midsection. Yeah. Yeah, I'm legit. They like it's supposed to be some kind of cinch that thing in. Yeah, <laughs> I think they used the excuse that it's some kind of like air filter. Sure, or something. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It was something like or, you had to put this filter belt on so you can all go. Only in the, he gets one in the spaceship <laughs> with the infected air. It's like, okay. Don't worry, you guys. I have a belt. So yeah, 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 yeah. I like the reasoning. It's like, well, we're probably already infected by whatever's in there anyway. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just just go with it. It's space rules. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how there's. I don't. We haven't gotten there yet. I just. I keep flashing back to one of my favorite lines in in uh, a Galaxy Quest when he's like, "Don't open that. Is there air? You don't know." <laughs> well, okay. well, Seems well okay. they, they did set up that the, that the um, space station has like a self repairing mechanism to it. So yeah. like yeah. ba basically, as soon as the ship crashed into the station, the oh, station yeah. sealed itself around there. <laughs> But what's funny about this is they, they don't think too hard and strong about it. It's not like a Star Trek show where they like, you kind of like, let's say you, you go, they have, oh, okay, that makes sense. They have actual show, physicists who are show, like. They just go, oh, it's got some self-repairing space slam-a-jam, slam-a-lamb <laughs> You wouldn't understand. Mechanism. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> like, don't worry it, about it. It doesn't matter because if we're going to play the story. This, we're going to uh, tell you the story anyway. Yeah. yeah. Did, did, so, did anyone else have like a, a weird thing at the beginning here? We kind of skipped over it, but uh Buck's teaching uh, Deering how to fly his, yeah. his new spaceship. And I immediately it's, thought it's, that it, was weird. It's like she's like a highly trained starship pilot. She should just know. She, she's like, a military trained pilot. Sexism. She's, all, she's oh, pretending oh, not to know how to do something oh, so that she yeah. can make him feel like he's teaching her something. I suppose. Wait, do you so guys make, do that? Yes. What the fuck, man? Do you know how to drive a stick shift? No. Well... Someone gave me a lesson once. I would not say that I currently know how to do it. Okay. Why, you want to teach me? Yeah, I can teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here at all. <laughs> this is how you work Wait, wait let, me, let me do the, the Wilma vampire voice. Do you want to teach me drive a stick? Oh my God. <laughs> Sounds like a three pack a day smoker. Yeah, <laughs> It'll make me feel so powerful. <laughs> 
Oh my god, Mr. Vampire. This is so this is something that feels so good. God damn it. Join episode. me, you'll love it. You'll love, I love feeling so powerful. I love the the fear. It feels so good. We we skipped way ahead. We did. Sorry. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Is there anything else, Katie? Shit, spoiler. All right. She becomes a vampire. All right. Back in Sick Bay, Buck and crew are going through the captain's log entries to try to figure out what happened to the derelict ship, which is called the Demeter. The, the Demeter's captain details the escalating deaths of her crew and believes the cause to be a condition called EL7, a highly deadly and contagious virus that causes hallucinations. But Royco chalks it up to the hallucinations EL7 can cause. The doctor, however, doesn't seem so sure. Buck asks Tweaky if he can fix a recovered servo drone from the Demeter to see if they can salvage any information from it. Buck then confronts Dr. Ekbar about his suspicions that this may not be the work of a virus, and Ekbar reveals that the crew of the Demeter is only mostly dead, <laughs> with their bodies inert, but their spirits or energy force missing, as if drained from them. Buck, having been a longtime fan of Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows, naturally <laughs> assumes that we're dealing with some type of energy vampire. But as usual, men from the future have no idea what Buck is talking about. I, like, Buck drops vampire as if he's dealt with them before. And I thought that was really weird. I mean, he's on. like, oh, I know exactly. It's a space vampire. And everybody's like, what's it's a the, vampire? That, that didn't bother me. No? Because if any one of us went to the future and we were on a spaceship... <laughs> And a bunch of people were mostly dead, and they, and had, they had like they things had holes on their neck. Their neck. <laughs> we go, hey, that looks like something a vampire would do. You know, I mean, we would all, all right. we would all do that, all right. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, right. You know what I, I hate about space? Movie one time. <laughs> you know what I hate about space? What do you hate about space? All the damn vampires. Damn vampires. Yeah. It reminded me of that first Star Trek episode that we watched, where like uh, the the salt vampire mm -hmm. puts yes. their tentacles yeah. on. They're probably ripping that off, right? Maybe. Could I do love a space something. vampire. Well, I would normally, mm -hmm. but this one. Yeah, this one's a bit of a deal breaker. I'm going to have to close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, like they could have done so much more. He should be praying on the blind. What was, what was what's the thing's name? A Vorbon? Vorbon, yeah. 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 yeah, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Um, I Not liked, a handsome dude. I li no. <laughs> Got hit with the ugly tree a couple mm -hmm. times. Um, I liked the, uh, the, the captain of the ship before they went down. And oh, she was, the fight scene? Sure, the fight scene, yeah, but I'm, I like the, the video of her and she's like explaining what's happening oh. on her ship. She was, she was, she was, that was the communications officer. Wasn't that it? was Something. hilarious. That was, good. yeah, that was good stuff. She's like, I'm just documenting that he's here <laughs> and he's about to kill me. <laughs> Who are you? Go away. Oh, please no. go away. Won't you please go away? Yeah. <laughs> that is precisely what happened. Thank you. But no, I just I liked I I thought she was pretty. I was like, oh, she's she giving Wilma a run for her money. She's pretty. She's so pretty. She don't have to be good at her job. She's fine. She's <laughs> just a communications officer. She's like every Twitch streamer out there. <laughs> pretty pretty don't have to be good at her job. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat some cereal. <laughs> It'd be funny if there was like a chat scrolling up on the screen while she was doing that. <laughs> Drop it, dro drop, drop it. <laughs> Igor, make it happen. Make it happen, Igor. <laughs> Igor, uh, make it work. <laughs> Buck's just standing there and it's like, oh, look at that thought. Uh, can't deal with these face thoughts. I got a, I got a $5 super chat from Suck You Dry. Thanks. I got to throw her some bits. <laughs> Come on, here's some bits. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. 
Ding. And that was Buck Rogers. <laughs> that was it. Is it, is it time for our break yet? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, continue on. All right. Back in New Chicago on Earth, Dr. Hewer is lamenting about how bad it, he is at keeping the plant Buck gifted him alive when he gets a call from Buck and Deering who update him on the EL7 quarantine. Buck asks Hewer to look into the Demeter and its crew to see if they can figure out just what the fuck is going on. Buck and Deering then have a few drinks and food discs in Theta's bar, and Buck notices that Deering isn't fake laughing at any of his jokes like she normally does. <laughs> Deering confesses that something is making her feel not so fresh, and assuming that it's just Deering's time of month, Buck ignores the, her feelings of impending doom and tells her that the Demeter's crew aren't really dead, just in a strange state of cellular suspension. Buck reveals a being, not a disease, is at fault. When Deering starts feeling icky when the red vampire ball enters the bar, Buck goes and gets another drink to take the edge off. But to Deering's horror, the red ball has manifest into Unibrow Pyre, <laughs> the space vampire that's making evil marriage eyes at Deering. Buck returns with the drinks, and the Unibrow Pyre is suddenly nowhere to be seen, and Deering is worried she may be suffering from the effects of EL7. I got, I got a couple comments about this. Please. About, about these scenes we just watched. Um, so first off, I feel really bad for Dr. Hewer because mm. he has to sit there and once again, play off the stupid light bright plate. Yeah. <laughs> it, how hard is that going to be? Would that be for an actor? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's so weird. I, I really want one of those to like put behind us somehow because <laughs> I, I know we can get one off Etsy or something. Probably. I think it'd be a cool prop, but um, it's just, it's just weird. Every time I see it, it's like they inserted him in this episode. For no reason. For no reason. I had really. to give him something to do. He's like, it's like, oh, we got to make a phone call to Dr. Hewer. It's like, do they have like giant, like a uh, fake palm tree cell towers floating around in space to like boost <laughs> the signal? How does that work? It's called subspace relays. Subspace relays. Okay. We got Star that from Trek, Star Trek. Right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's, it's just always kind of, you can't phone call somebody from space. It's very strange. What are you talking about, dude? They live stream yeah. the moon landing. Yeah. With, with. Oh, I got you on that, that one, that, didn't I? <laughs> if the moon landing really happened. <laughs> you mean they couldn't live stream things from the moon yeah. in 1969? The other thing that that, uh, that cracks me up is, is again, the, just the overt um, sexuality of this show. Oh, dude. It's like there's the scene when they're in the bar that we, that we just, just yeah, saw. Yeah. And, and for no reason, buck is they, just... they pan the camera over to Buck. And he's, and he's leaning up against the bar with, with his, his ass, ass out. out. Uh -huh. He and, looks and skin tight, fucking polyester. <laughs> so far, and there has he, been an egregious he, ass yeah. shot of him in yeah. every episode. And yeah. he literally turns around and looks at the looks camera. Looks at the camera, dude. He looks just like, like Lloyd Christmas he, from Dumb and Dumber. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he's showing his ass off, yeah. he's trying to get a, a hold he's of like, fucking what's her name. He might also be some god. Damn, I love it. <laughs> he caught his reflection over the oh, bar. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta really, get that money shot, bro. Really funny stuff. Dude. Yeah. It's just, this is watching this show as, an, as a middle-aged adult from when I, literally as I was nine, last time I saw this. Never crossed Com your mind. Completely different yeah. show. It's really funny. I, I, I thought it so, was funny. So like you're you're in this uh, space bar on a space station yeah. and they have like these old arcade games. <laughs> the There's wall. literally like a, a, a cabinet like Donkey Kong or something over in the corner. No There's shit. two of them. Yeah, it's awesome. I was like, yeah, it was really Because they're space age. I guess. I guess. <laughs> hey, that, that was the height of technology in back 19, in the, the in 1979, 80s. Yeah. But it was it was pretty cool, you know. I still think they're cool. Yeah. I love going yeah, to that, love that, to have a couple in, that uh, bar downtown that just has all the arcade games mm -hmm. in it. That place is fucking awesome. Yeah, if that we ever closed, isn't it? If we, if no, we they ever, opened a new one. If we ever get a clubhouse, we'll have we'll have to have somebody set us up one of those cabinets with the meme. 
So uh, we finally get our first good look at the unibrow pyre. Uh, oh yeah, he's amazing. This is when this episode really lost me. Like, <laughs> you I, can but, see the glue. In yeah, the, it's so bad. It's, it's got to be the worst, like vampire I have ever seen. It's yeah, hundred percent. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah, and like the first couple episodes that we watched of this show, I was like, oh, it has like a cool charm. And uh -huh. you could tell they, they spent time on the production to build the yeah. ships and you know, you could hop I, I in mean, and this out. is like, the show that brought us Tiger Man, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like this- Tiger Man. Like this vampire, what were they thinking? They were thinking, <laughs> make it scarier. Make it with they, a they, unibrow? Well, no, they were, they were thinking- I'm afraid of unibrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unibrows are scary. They were probably thinking, um, it's Buck Rogers, so we can't be super scary but we also need to make it look like a vampire. It's probably a very from, attractive man. From space. And they were like, we can't, we have to make him ugly because Gil's <laughs> gonna have a fit. Gil's gonna freak out. So let's give him really weird shoulder pads and a giant like, head. Listen, man. And a let's fuck up his ears. <laughs> the, Maybe the, he was like rude on set and they were like, let's fuck with this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't mind the outfit he was wearing with like the pointy oh, shoulder pads. Were, I didn't even hilarious. notice the outfit. It was hilarious, but it was, it felt spacey. You know, it's, yeah. it felt like it fit with the other costumes in the show. But what killed me was the freaking giant head, the unibrow, and these fucked up looking ears. It was, it was, it was like, I was like, what are they doing? It was like, no the, better to hear you with my brain. <laughs> it was like somebody turned one of the, 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 the aliens from Star Trek, the, 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 the menagerie oh. with the, with the big pulsating heads. Yeah. 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 And, from and crossed one. them with the Ferengi and turned it into a vampire. It's it was just, kind of, yeah, it was really funny. It was so dumb. Right. It, it, they lost me at that point. I, I kind of was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> And his, and his little pulsating red. Yeah. It, it, it looked more like a, uh, uh, you know, those, those black spots on like really bad film stock mm -hmm. it, that was just kind of hovering. <laughs> you know. That was the height of technology. It was man. very um, like Kill Bill. It's like, yeah. put a red filter on that camera. <laughs> yeah. That's the vampire vision. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Univision. Univision. <laughs> they should have had one eye. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Just a one-eyed vampire. You, you asked oh. for too much. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My bad. It's yeah. way more makeup. It's, it's like, we're, we're going to shoot Wilma in red and oh, make her man. act cold. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, of course she's cold. Did you see her outfit? <laughs> she's got a crop top. <laughs> it's like the lowest cut that uh -huh. it could be and also Not, the highest yeah. crop that it could be. It's basically, you were right. It was basically like a bathing suit top, but with giant shoulder pads and sleeves. <laughs> yeah. I want one. In the sick bay, Dr. Ekbar pages Royko to tell him about his theory. But before Royko arrives, Unibrow Pyre appears and his minions from the Demeter restrain Ekbar and he feasts on the doctor's soul. <laughs> Royko invites Buck and Deering to join him in sick bay, but when they arrive, Ekbar is dead. Deering starts sensing Unibrow Pyre's presence as Buck reveals his vampire theory to Royko, who can't believe a word coming out of Buck's mustacheless lips. <laughs> Dr. Hewer calls Buck back, saying a bounty hunter on the Demeter specialized in hunting down dangerous alien fugitives. He only becomes a bounty hunter, however, after his wife and children died under mysterious circumstances. According to Hewer, the bounty hunter claimed something called a Vorvon was responsible for their deaths, and the bounty hunter became obsessed with getting revenge on it. 
Buck thinks the drone that belonged to the bounty hunter may be the key to figuring out what's happening. He goes to check in on Tweaky's progress with the drone's data recovery, and it turns out Tweaky got the drone repaired, so now Buck can see what the bounty hunter was after. Buck watches the video of the bounty hunter finding an invisible creature he refers to as a Vorvon. So either the Vorvon can't be recorded, or the bounty hunter was suffering from extreme hallucinations, which eventually killed him. Buck is convinced the Vorvon is real, and the bounty hunter was using something to ward it off. He decides to go back to the Demeter to find whatever it was the bounty hunter was using to fight against the Vorvon. This guy was putting in some work, too. Mm-hmm. Like the- Do you want to know why you can't film a vampire? Because the camera has a mirror in it? It has, they used to use a silver in the film. Ooh, that's nice. Even in the Vampire 25th century? Even in the 25th century? I mean, <clears throat> they no longer do that, so that wouldn't fly now. <laughs> but I just. Yeah, yeah mir- mirrors used to have silver backing to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. Is that why they don't have a reflection? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's neat. Cool. Yeah, but they, they kind of translated that to video recording in the, in the yeah, futures yeah. thing where the Vorvons just don't appear on like video surveillance or anything computerized. I dig it. I, the guy that's like, they filmed him fighting oh, he, nothing. He, the bounty hunter went full Bruce Campbell yeah. in this episode. Yeah, he did great. I was like, okay, that's a convincing fight against nothing. But Why would you even need to fight though? Why don't you just go back into your red ball and fly away? The vampire hunter Helson? Yes. Van well, Helsing? Yeah, what was his name? You Van, called that. Van Helsing? Helson? Helson, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was the it's bounty a, hunter? It's just a play on it. That was a little weak. You think it was weak? Yeah, you oh. know, his name's Helson. Yeah. Not but Helsing. They, they, they totally just yeah. it. Okay, fine. Yeah, that was a Van Helsing reference. I'm going to yeah. let you have it. it well, because that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was his first name? It wasn't Van. It wasn't they, they, Van. Never gave, they never gave yeah. us a name. Okay, it was just Helsen. Bounty yeah. Hunter Helsen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's Van Helsen. Heinrich. Heinrich Helsen. Heinrich Helsen. Yeah. Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I guarantee you that's what they were, that's yeah. what they came up with. Yeah, I, for sure. I, I like how Buck came into the, like, the dark room and Tweaky's like, boo. And he Buck like pulls his laser and he's like, oh, Tweaky. His yeah. <laughs> laser? You mean his glue gun? <laughs> his it, gun. it is a very tiny little. His, his tiny gun. little glue It's <laughs> really bad. I. Yeah. I I'm shocked. This, this at how much they're what what they get away with with that stupid glue gun in a holster. It's the yeah. dumbest thing ever. I think yeah. it's cute. Oh god, <laughs> it's really it's really. Kind Reminded of me of Men in Black, where like Will Smith gets like the really tiny, the gun. noisy uh-huh. cricket. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how many times you flashy thing me? <laughs> it's like this. This is the show that makes me glad the '70s was over. With with the with the this episode with the, with the polyester bodysuits and the tiny little vests that they all wear and, and the glue gun. Oh, I like the dude's black vest. Yeah. He has kind of like a Han Solo yeah. thing going on. Kind of, yeah. A little bit. And those elbow bands. Yes. Digging it. Oh yeah. Liking band. the whole look. <laughs> we gonna cosplay? Alex, you're, you're, you need to start feathering your hair like that. Oh, oh fuck that, dude! I had that same haircut when I was like. You did old. not. I did. Yeah, the little, the little, I don't little believe you. Blow dried I don't I, believe yeah. you. Yeah. Can I give you a blowout one day? I, I you can, can try. I probably got <laughs> pictures. Of home it's long enough. After yeah, I know. When, I when saw, we get... You took your hat off earlier, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, that's long. I enough. just, I just said so I didn't have the sideburns yet because they couldn't grow them. You know. All right, let's move on. All right. Back on the derelict ship, Buck makes his way to the bounty hunter's quarters and finds a small amulet, but is suddenly attacked by zombie Doctor Ekbar. 
Buck beats off Ekbar and escapes the ship, only to be ambushed by the rest of the undead crew of the Demeter. The unibrow pyre appears, but Buck's big dick energy protects him from the space vampire's hypno-eyes. Before the unibrow pyre can neck-rape him, Buck <laughs> uses the amulet he found to hurt the space vampire, judo-chop the zombie minion holding him, and attempt an escape. But as Buck is about to get overwhelmed by the space zombies, he triggers the ship's alarm and causes all the unibrow pyre minions to flee, just as he passes out from the stress of being so damn badass. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my favorite scene of the show. Oh my god, dude. Judo chop! Judo it chop! Was so, it was, and the kicks and the. Who throws a shoe? Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this, and my favorite part was when he, he reaches over and, and hits he, the alarm. Hits the alarm, and all the zombies. Like, oh, oh my god! Oh! Run! Run away! Get back to our beds! Get back to the morgue, quick. For no <laughs> fucking reason. Hurry up, play dead. <laughs> like, Andy's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. Yes. That's so stupid. He's so melodramatic the way he falls. Oh. <laughs> He's so tired. That, that was just a Gilles Gerard thing. I, I'm, I was like, oh, I'm tired of wearing this bell. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I can't breathe. <laughs> he just wants to dance. Oh, what's God. the boogie down? What's the um, rock and roll. I, I hated the freaking vampire when he's like, he's doing his finger thing to his neck. Oh, I'm like, uh, why do you have teeth? He has giant sharp teeth, uh -huh. but he's using his fingers. He's sucking the energy Doesn't out. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Who made this fucking show? Listen. You yeah. mess with the bull. You <laughs> get the whole. <laughs> I, 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 I used to do that to my dog. For some reason, when I made this this thing, that's the my crocodile dog, Dundee yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, but it worked on my dog. That's fucking weird. My 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 English bulldog. Yeah, I'd yeah. go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and then I go. <laughs> I don't know. If it was like, I don't know what it would do. It was like, what the fuck are you gonna do with your fingers? <laughs> like, I'm gonna get you, dog. That seated crocodile Dundee. Yeah. The bull fucking lays down for him. Yeah. Well, took care of that, mate. It works. It works. It's so fucking stupid, bro. That's because. You do something so dumb, and the dog looks at you. Just looking at you like, what the fuck? All right, I'll calm down. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you going to do now? He's <laughs> <laughs> huh? got two of them. <laughs> the vampire's just like, I know how to take care of these humans. <laughs> <laughs> this giant ass you know, He just watched Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. He's like, dude, watch this. Did you see this historical document? <laughs> God oh, damn it. It's like rock on. Trapped oh, on that island. <laughs> Surely you don't think Gilligan Island is real. Sorry. We just watched Galaxy Quest, so the references are fresh. He's gonna listen to some Dio. Shit. Speaking of that, when we we were looking at office spaces at offices. Office spaces recently, and Vader and I were paired up in one car, and we were we were jamming the whole time. <laughs> At one point, Ozzy came on, and I just kind of like tweaked the volume a little bit, and he kind of like side eyed me. He goes, "You can go higher." It's really fun. Crank it up to eleven. We had some bonding time. Yeah, yeah for sure, fun. we did. 
All right, that is it for this half of the episode. If you want to catch the rest of it, and things get real sultry here in a minute, we're going to talk about Wilma and her her deep, smoky voice. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Head over to saltinerclub.com. If you're not already signed up, sign up for the $5 tier, and you guys get access to four to five exclusive podcasts where we go deeper into these sci-fi episodes like this, and we did Doctor Who and Started Atlantis. We have a ton of fun, and uh, it's a great value for your money. You also get special Discord access. We do watch parties on Mondays do all kinds of stuff to uh, help out our club members and say thank you for their support. So join us and you guys can uh, be there and be in the cool kids club. And that's four to five episodes every single month. And it includes the entire backlog. Yeah. Yeah. And all of our content ad free as well. Yeah. So if you don't like those YouTube commercials, join up. Just, uh, I want to say welcome to our new patrons. Yeah. Yeah, We've got a couple new ones. We've got new ones. Welcome to Lena, Bo, Crow, London, and Michael, all in the last week or so nice welcome guys must be that buck rogers it must stuff. be buck rogers man so sexy. It's, it's the big dick buck rogers, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so sexy yeah <laughs> all right guys we're gonna sign off now vader where can people find you on social uh, you can find me <laughs> uh, beady, 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 beady. you can find me over at uh uh <laughs> twitter <laughs> twitter and stuff at matt vader 74. Okay, good. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Jude. You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram and on TikTok. And welcome to our new Patreon members. And thank you. Yep. And Matthew Kadish. I like how we literally do this like every week and Vader still can't remember. Still can't remember his name. Uh, you can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. It really helps us out. Right on. All right, guys. Join the club, saltinerclub.com. That's where the fun is had here on the podcast. Uh, Thank you all for joining us for this video. Stay salty. Club members, let's go. (laughs) 